Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. 98.5, the sports hub for that. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, Jordan Cornette, and Shay Cornette filling in. Merry Christmas Eve to you all. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. So beginning Tuesday, January 5th, Mike Greenberg begins his show, Greeny, immediately following Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Greeny will take you inside the stories of the day as only he can. He'll have the newsmakers you'd expect and interact with you every single day. From Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin right into Greeny, weekday mornings on ESPN Radio. Last night, night two of NBA action. Exciting for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And last night we got to see the Bucks and the Celtics Go at it. However, it didn't end well for the Bucks as they fell to the Celtics. Antetokounmpo did have 18 points in the fourth quarter, so he finished well, but he missed a free throw with 0.4 seconds left, and that would have tied up the game. And so the Celtics go on to win, thanks to Jason Tatum, and the Bucks go on to lose, unfortunately, thanks to Giannis Antetokounmpo and missing that free throw. All in all, not really, but you understand my drift. After the game, here was Giannis. On his feelings on missing that free throw. I'm upset about it, and but you can't change it, so it's done. You know, I'm, I missed the I missed the second one. Um, hopefully, when I'm in the same position, I can make I can make the next one. And uh, that's the mentality you gotta have. But obviously, you know, there's a uh, a little bit of weight on your shoulder because you know if you miss, that's it for your team. And you know, I'm a winner. I want to do whatever it takes for my team to win. Uh, but, you know, you learn from every every situation that uh, basketball puts you in. Okay, so you learn from every situation. He was upset that he obviously missed the free throw. He was of course. what? He was upset. I'm upset. <laughs> and he missed the free throw, of course. Um, he did finish the day with 35 points, 13 boards, and 36 hey, come minutes. on. So it was a good day overall for Giannis. This, the big, this no, is it not- wasn't. He missed a free throw. It was not a good day overall. Okay, but uh, you know what I'm trying he to good say. good numbers. He had good numbers. In the grand scheme of life, does this free throw really matter? No. But this is the first time we've seen Giannis since he's fi- signed that five-year Supermax deal with the Bucks, and he declared that he's staying in Milwaukee. And so what do you expect if you're a Bucks fan? You expect them now to compete. You expect them now to go to the finals because you've locked up your superstar and you need to compete with the likes of the Brooklyn Nets and the Celtics. And you can go on down the line in the East. Are are the Bucks set up to do that? How much pressure is on Giannis to get there? What you expect is a finals berth. And you hear me how I talk about the Brooklyn Nets, but $228 million of max contract, you expect this guy to lead you and Giannis to a title, to a title appearance. And this is one game, and to me, I think it, it opens up a lot of storylines in how this game played out for uh, with Buck Celtics. Is Giannis was defending Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum took a, a awfully difficult, highly contested, Deep three that he ended up banking. Giannis did his job defensively. The ball somehow found its way to Kareem off the backboard, cleanly into the hoop. Advantage, luck goes Tatum's way. But this is where Giannis comes back in. You mentioned the 35 points and 13 boards. The game was over. 0.4 seconds left. Side out of bounds from half court for the Bucks. And you have Drew Holiday, who, by the way, has shown nicely already in that one game to be a nice addition alongside Giannis and a difference maker. But is it enough? But in .4 seconds, he throws the ball up, and Giannis turns nothing into something. And that gets him to the free throw line because Giannis is that type of player that he can come out of nowhere and deliver something. But putting him at the free throw line, Giannis in a clutch situation, I saw last year that's not his strength. He was 13 of 20 in clutch opportunities from the free throw line. 13 of 20. 
That's awful. It's not good enough, and it wasn't good enough last night. It was almost kind of close to what the average is. He went one of two there. What are you off 12, 13 percentage points? He made the first, missed the second. That's not what you want in a max guy. But I still do feel very confident giving him the basketball and saying go win the game. I also feel very confident throughout the duration of a game he's going to be the guy that has the final say. You're obviously okay with that if you paid him $228 million. He's an MVP, he's an MVP perennial candidate at the spot. He's the right move here. But when things ever go awry, you're naturally going to point to your star, but you welcome that. Much like Jason Tatum on the other side, welcome the shot. Giannis welcomes the criticism because he missed this free throw. It ain't a big story, but it will be moving forward if there are moments where Giannis didn't deliver. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of those I where mean, he didn't deliver. It is kind of a story. We're talking about it this morning. Like it, it, it is a moment where he didn't deliver. It's the first game of the season for the Bucs, so it's not the end of the world. I thought it was a good day for the NBA when Giannis decided to stay in Milwaukee. A good day for a lot of reasons. First of all, he's he's technically alone being a superstar in Milwaukee and can hopefully carry his team to a, a, a finals appearance, a finals mm-hmm. berth. And I think we don't see enough of that anymore in the in the NBA. He's not leaving and going to team up with someone else. He wants to do it on his own. And yes, he needs help around him. There's no doubt about that. Doubt about that. It can't just be him and Chris Middleton. And so they add Drew Holiday. But it 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 does go to show that you can have a big superstar in one of the smaller quote unquote. I know Milwaukee's not a small town, but a smaller market. It's not L.A. It's not Chicago. It's not New York. So I thought it was a good day for the NBA. It won't prove to be good for the NBA though if they don't go far in the postseason. If they don't make an impact this season where the Bucks are winning at a high clip in the regular season like they have been in years past. And, and so I hope and I'm rooting for that in Milwaukee. I hope there's not situations like this where there's late game situations and he misses a free throw or a layup or a bucket or a three or whatever it is. And we're all like, why would you sign the Supermax? Why would you do that? Now look what's happened. Now you didn't add enough pieces around him. Let's look at the East, though, Jordan. Who's going to compete? So it's the Nets. It's Milwaukee. It's the Celtics. The 76ers, would you throw in there? Yeah, and I think the 76ers might make a move for James Harden. So I, I still have to reserve judgment on how, I assess, on how I assess the Sixers in this point. Everybody continues to forget about the Raptors. Why not the Raptors? Yeah, the Raptors, right? Why, the, why? the Heat? I haven't forgotten about the Heat. I just In the conversations we've had already in these, right. in these three, right. three or so hours, we failed to mention the Raptors. There's a lot of teams in the East. But I, at, the, at the top of the pecking order, after just seeing one game, knowing how the Nets looked without – a large chunk of last season without Kyrie Irving when he was injured, how Kyrie Irving looked for a large chunk of the season last season playing without Kevin Durant, and what Kevin Durant at about 85% health looks like in that first game was enough for me to know you can't guard this team. You can't keep up with this team. And this team can guard. They're going to be fine. Chemistry issues, I don't think those are going to get in the way. They just better not go get James Harden. It always comes back to that. If they stay away from that, it's theirs for the taking. It's not going to be gift-wrapped to the Nets. There's challengers, but I do think that they have a leg up on all those other teams in the East, and there's a lot of them. I mean, let's run through them once again. I know you did, Shay. you got the 76ers, the Celtics, the Nets, the Raptors, the Bucks, the Heat. And if you want to throw like the Pacers in there, that's seven teams. Yeah, that's, that's seven. That's seven teams that are going to be tough. I wanted to say your Bulls with Billy Donovan Stop. coming in and Stop. flipping this thing on his head, but we Stop. saw what Atlanta did oh, to them. Atlanta just beat up on my Bulls last we night. Saw, we saw what Billy happened. Billy Donovan didn't know what he signed up for. He walked into Chicago. Like, this is going to be great. He must have watched the MJ documentary. 
last dance. He's like, this is great. Look at all this history. Fell for a head fake. Drink and then the first game, he's like, wow, I got a lot of work to do. I mean, how about the Wizards? I got a lot of work to do. Russell Westbrook comes in, messing oh, yeah, around, no, had a good true. day with the triple-double. There's intrigue there in Washington with a, with a flip of superstars. Not a lot, but some. Washington could be a team worth watching. Maybe Orlando. Let's further this NBA discussion and bring in senior NBA insider. That'd be Adrian Wojnarowski. Joins us on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line. Happy holidays. Good morning to you, Woj. Hope all is well. Um, All right, let's talk about... Happy holidays, Jordan and Shea. Thank you. I know you can't see us, Woj, and I know you and my husband are good friends. You you would be embarrassed (laughs) if you could see what we look like right now. Onesies. Christmas onesies. And we matched. It's a disaster. Uh, We've talked a lot about James Harden this morning. $50,000 fine. uh, No suspension at this point. Mm -hmm. What what is the feeling about James Harden right now? Well, I, I think uh, today now Houston, James Harden, they're, they're waiting for what the league's ruling is on, on when he could be cleared to return. And, you know, I think part of just, just the $50,000 fine and no suspension is the knowledge that the league has that he's going to miss, uh, he's probably going to miss games here. Uh, as they, uh, until he's cleared, he's going to have to pass, you know, a series of uh, coronavirus tests. Um, he's going to be away from the team. And, and because this stems from uh, a violation of protocol, he's going to lose salary. And it's a heightened fine, essentially, for the league, one, uh, 172nd of his salary. So $573,000 a game uh, he'll lose. That could be Saturday against Portland, Monday potentially against Denver. And so they're just waiting word today on when they could have him back. Woj, I've been saying it uh, for the last few days we've been on here filling in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. I just don't envision much longer that James Harden's there in Houston. I understand why Houston's not moving quickly. I, I know that they're being patient, and they can be. Uh, but do you envision this thing spiraling to a place where Houston does find uh, an ultimate place to move James Harden? Jordan, I do think they'll eventually trade him, but they haven't been blown away with the offers they've gotten. I think a lot of teams, I think there's a sense of um, maybe they haven't made their best offers yet. Uh, it's a difficult time of the year to make trades, too. Early in the season, in the preseason, you know, I think there's a lot of hope in places that decisions and uh, deals and uh, acquisitions they might have made in the offseason or their internal development that it's going, uh, you know, they're going to be improved and they're going to be better than maybe uh, some people think. And then sometimes they hit reality. Once the season gets going, and they may start to look harder to trade like this and giving up the assets. And listen, I think there's, there are a lot of teams, contenders in both conferences, who can imagine James Harden in their lineup and, and playing for them. You know, they know what kind of talent this is, but how much are they willing to give up uh, to do that deal? And for Houston, they're waiting for someone in their minds to really step up. But in these, typically in these trade scenarios, you don't always get everything you're looking for. Houston wants, you know, kind of a knockout young star player, uh, a young all-star level or, or, or perhaps player with the potential to be an all-star and a bunch of draft picks. And maybe in the end you get more picks and, and less of a young talent. Maybe you get a better player but fewer picks. But ideally, if you're the Rockets, you're trying to get it all right now and, and you understand that. But the events of the last several days and, and really the entire preseason in Houston – it doesn't give you a lot of leverage in the marketplace 
um, you know, to get a deal maybe done in the short term. They may have to wait a while. Mm. Okay, so the events in the, over the last couple of days. We already asked you about what's going on with James Harden, but a $50,000 fine at this point, Woj, doesn't seem like a ton of money for these guys who make so much. Do you think that's enough money or enough of a statement sent by the NBA to deter other players from doing the same kind of thing? Well, you know, there certainly uh, were a few teams yesterday who thought that the punishment might have been more. I think part of the thinking in the league is, uh, if he's going to be held out for seven days or 10 days, whatever decision they come to, remember, he's going to lose salary. So if he, lo- if he misses two games, hypothetically, you know, that's over a million dollars in salary. So you can put that in the context of a suspension slash fine. Um, and so that, that's part of the equation uh, in this COVID era, too, where you're going to lose salary for violations of the protocol. You're, you wouldn't lose salary if you just got the virus um, tested positive and was going to be out. We're, we're going to be out. It's different because um, like a player like Lou Williams coming back to the bubble when the, he was suspended uh, by the league for the Clippers, uh, you know, in the restart in Orlando, uh, he lost salary because of um, the events in Atlanta when he went to uh, the club for wings. It's a very club for <laughs> club wings. I touched their watch for wings. There has been a. a, a it's going to be a completely different season. It, it's obvious. There's no bubble here with the NBA. Completely set of standard and rules here. Uh, actually, the, the standard is the same. How it plays out will be markedly different because there is no bubble. In covering college basketball, I see the chaos that's going on there with games on a schedule, them dropping off because COVID is a tough thing to navigate through with sports and no bubble. Uh, The NBA, we've already seen it with these Rockets and the Thunder, night two, game canceled. Uh, What is the league bracing themselves for and, and how widespread do they expect this to get? Yeah, I think certainly the league itself expects that they're going to have more missed games and uh, the potential of outbreaks on teams, you know, certainly exists. And, you know, there's a lot of stress, a lot of trepidation within organizations around the league, especially now as teams start to go on the road and start traveling and having road trips uh, and all the risk that comes from that. Um, Listen, there, there were teams looking at Houston yesterday in uh, talking to front office people, coaches around the league, with a lot of empathy because they know that very well may be them uh, and probably will be them at some point this season. And I think for a lot for a lot of organizations, you know, there's so much emphasis on just trying to keep, you know, not just players but staff, anybody who's traveling in that, uh, you know, those kind of core groups uh, to try to keep them healthy. Uh, that you know the season's going to hinge on your ability uh, to keep your key players on the floor. And I think yesterday was an indication in Houston at the start of the season uh, of what is likely going to take place in other, with other teams in other cities throughout the season. Okay, so in that same vein then, Woj, is there any talk about expanding rosters so you can avoid situations like le- last night at all costs if possible? Well, they have expanded the roster in the sense that um, they're, they're going to, first of all, you can activate 15 players on a given night, but also, you know, the two-way contracts, uh, there, there's a, a little bigger pool to pull from for teams. And once they get the G League up and running, uh, you'll have players there who will be testing every day. They've been discussing a G League bubble, but even then, it's still, there's still going to be a period of time when you're pulling players 
uh, from there uh, until they can quarantine and come in and play. It's going to be a challenge. I don't know how many more cases there will be this year, guys, of a team not being able to come up with eight players on opening night. It was a confluence of events in Houston. You know, there was an injury. Uh, an in, there was an in, there's an injury. Uh, there's the James Harden situation. There's a haircut uh, at a player's apartment with John Wall and Boogie Cousins and uh, their rookie K.J. Martin and another player um, that led to all of them being held out yesterday. And all of a sudden, they've got seven players and the league says you can't play. Uh, that's certainly the worst-case scenario, but it may, it may happen somewhere else. Remember, you don't have to have uh, all positive tests. You just need to have players who potentially have been exposed to somebody right. uh, who tested positive, and then you get into contact tracing and players are held out. Um, and, and that's part of what happened with the Rockets yesterday. Unfortunate, but still chaos in Houston. Okay, Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider. You can get more from Adrian this morning on Get Up at 8 a.m., all the way through 10 a.m. on ESPN. Woj, thanks for the time. Happy holidays to you. We'll catch up with you soon. Great. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. See you later. Um, All right. So we have been on Twitter all morning talking about our favorite Christmas movies. And then if there's one gift your team, whoever that team is that you're a fan of, has given you over the years, could be any year, really, decades ago, yesterday, I don't care. It's been a minute. It could be a minute. It could be a minute. No big deal. Tell us what it is. Because it is Christmas Eve. We're feeling jolly. We want to know about the good gifts that you've gotten from, you know, sports over the years. Big Al Dean just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed with the best gift his favorite team ever give, gave him. And he said, you soccer, oh, this is nice. A youth soccer team gave me a Gatorade bath water bottle at the end of the season. Then a team selfie with everyone soaked. I love that's it. It's nice. Yes, it, it doesn't have to be a professional sports team. I think that's where all of our mind goes right uh, it's away. It's even better than a professional one. It's it's all about the kids. For sure. Bonnet Scott said, just hit us up, or he hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Best gift his favorite team has ever given him. 97 Red Wings Cup win. Made our own cup to drink ah, out of. Ah, that's great. Love that. I remember when the Blackhawks won multiple Stanley oh, is Cups. This, is, are we going to go back to this one? Yes. And are we it going was back like to the making, club scene again? It was, no, it was making the rounds in Chicago, the Stanley At Cup the clubs. And it was awesome. You could follow... It was making it around at the clubs, I remember. Bars, clubs, restaurants on the street, all different places. <laughs> Salty dog. <laughs> and you could follow it on Twitter was what I was saying. So people were posting where the cup was and then you would go and try and find the cup so you could drink out of the cup pre, pre-COVID because now that would be a big no-no. And see the cup. Enjoy the cup. Stanley Cup, one of the best trophies in all of sports. Yeah, Blackhawks ain't getting another one of those anytime soon. Oh, you are just full of Christmas joy. But you. but you know I was, I was trying to think of another team in Chicago that may deliver the White Sox. Yeah, you, the White you got Sox. the Chicago White Sox Cubs fan, but you got the White Sox. I am a Cubs team. fan, but I'm not one you of those Cubs fans that that hates the White Sox. If they're playing against each other, yes, I root for the Cubs. You don't have any hate in your heart, but I'm not like over here hoping for the White Sox to lose. If that's your that's your stance, like I can't rock with you. Yeah, I no, don't, no hate in the Cornette household. All fun. I over don't get here. down. Okay, so we were asking earlier about Christmas movies, and we kind of dogged the Christmas Chronicles. I'm sorry. I hear it's good. We'll watch it. Maybe not tonight, but we will watch it. Uh, it the Christmas movie you want to watch tonight, Christmas Eve. Don't have a big, you know, it's COVID, no big family coming over. It's just me, you, and Carter. What are we going to watch? Family Stone. Really? I, yeah. You love I love that movie. Stone. We watch it all the time. Such a good movie. Everybody out there should can check I, out I, the Why can't Stone. I get a vote? Make sure you check out the Family Stone. You get a vote. So no, you no make elf. the ultimate decision. Definitely no elf. I'll watch Elf. Hey, hey, uh, what's he say? Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hope, Hope you, find you find your, your dad. dad. It's a great line. It's my favorite line. What's that animal called? Oh, shoot. 
The Norwal. The Norwal. You, you almost cursed, too. I know I did. You were I, close to dropping That was a, something I a should bomb know. That we most certainly would not be back next week if a, you got a, off there. A bomb after I should, didn't know the animal from Elf. That would be the we most have, inopportune we, time to drop one. John, and then you drop a different kind of bomb. That would not have been good. We would not have needed that. That's well played. That is very well played. All right, this is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Shay and Jordan Cornette, we've been filling in all week for these guys, having a really good time. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve to everyone. We've got more coming up on the other side because I'm not really happy, per se, with DeAndre Hopkins and the way he's chatting so cavalier. Jordan thinks I'm nuts, which is nothing abnormal. <laughs> we'll tell you why after I remind you that beginning Tuesday, January 5th, Mike Greenberg begins his show, Greeny, immediately following Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Greeny will take you inside the stories of the day as only he can. He'll have the newsmakers you'd expect, and her, he'll interact with you every single day. From Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, right into Greeny. We take- Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Five seconds to go. Tatum steps to his left, launches the three. Bakes it in! He baked it in with four tenths of a second remaining. Giannis took away the ang weight, and then Jason Tatum reached in and took away his heart. Oh, my God. Thanks to 98.5, the sports hub for that. So the Celtics defeated the Bucks last night, 122 to 121. Giannis misses missed the game-tying free throw with .4 seconds left. He's now missed 25 free throws in clutch time since the start of the 2018-2019 season. That's the most in the NBA over that span. The Celtics are now 4-1 and in their last five home games against the Bucks. 
Russell Westbrook records a triple-double against the 76ers in a loss. According to the Elias Sports Bureau, Russell Westbrook is the sixth player in NBA history with a triple-double in a team debut. James Harden was fined $50,000 for a violation of COVID-19 protocols. The NBA made the announcement after it reviewed a video of Harden partying maskless at a club. The Rockets are waiting to learn how long of a quarantine will be required for Harden to move forward. He would forfeit $572,985,000 in salary money for each game missed. Unfortunate for James Harden, but unfortunate also for the Houston Rockets that just seem to yeah. continue with the chaos. Um, all right, a little news here quickly. By the way, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Shay and Jordan Cornette filling in. Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. Happy holidays. Hope everyone has a fun and exciting day planned today. Um, some news from Adam Schefter. We had him on here a little bit ago, and he just tweeted this update about who's going to actually coach for the Lions on Sunday because they've had some COVID-19 issues, a lot of coaches on the on the COVID reserve list. And so he says Lions wide receiver coach Robert Prince will be Detroit's interim head coach on Saturday against Tampa Bay. That's per source. Prince replaces interim head coach Daryl Bevel. Again, COVID protocols, who then replaced Matt Patricia, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago. So that is what's going on in Detroit. Dealing with it as they can. Here's what's going on in Arizona. So DeAndre Hopkins was defending his practice habits yesterday, and we'll let you hear from him in just a second. Out of 41 practices so far this season, DeAndre Hopkins has missed 18 of them. 13 of them coming on Wednesdays, which is typically a day that a lot of vets do sit or they do rest. However, it sounds like if this is becoming a thing or an issue, there's a little bit more behind it. 10 were for veteran days off. Again, that typically comes on a Wednesday, according to the Cardinals injury reports. He had missed five practices with an ankle injury, one practice in week 12 with an illness, and another practice week 13 with a neck and back issue. Lack of practice time has not mattered because... DeAndre Hopkins is what? He's the leading receiver in the NFL. He's over 1,300 receiving yards, and he was named to his fifth Pro Bowl on Monday. And so he says, everyone relax. These are just my habits. Listen to DeAndre Hopkins. I heard a lot of of negativity about me not practicing when I first came to Arizona. You know, for those people who don't understand football and who just watch, uh, there's a reason that I play football and they watch. Please... Uh, tell you tell your friends and, and all you guys on the local stations, you know, if you got anything negative to say about DeAndre Hopkins, I charge to come on shows, but I give a discount to come on the show for, for those people. Okay. Okay, third person talking sometimes rose me the wrong way. Sometimes. You hate third person stuff. Start there. Um, look, he he's, is right now the best receiver in the National Football League. Let's not argue that and let's not get that twisted. So whatever he is doing seems to be working for him. However... I I don't like this kind of attitude that like I have better things to be doing and better places to be and I just am who I am so you have to deal with it. Like I don't worry, I charge discounts to come on. You're like, come on, come on. If I was part of the local media there in Arizona, I'd be frustrated what covering you, a guy like this. What would you like do? This. Now you gonna say if I was down there? What I'd, be, would you, I'd be frustrated. I'd come home and complain. No, I'd come. Maybe snidely Actually, under my yeah, breath. You, you probably would. I would. I yeah, did you, that a few you, times. You would check somebody. I'm not. You have to though. In these, not only, and I'm not trying to play this card, but like not only being a woman, but like 
You have to in those situations. And I feel like I would be extremely frustrated if I had to go into a locker room where he wasn't available because he didn't practice all the time. He charged to go on local shows and he was just a pain in the butt. Like no one wants to deal with that. And right now everything's going great. But Jordan, what do we say? You see the same people on the way up. You'll see him the same people on the way down. Okay. So listen, DeAndre. Right now, DeAndre's up. And he's up above everybody else in terms of the position. And why I phrase it that way is because we had Damian Woody on, a two-time Super Bowl champ and does as good a job as any as an NFL analyst here covering the game. He's been in a lot of locker rooms. He's been as respected as any in those locker rooms. And what did he tell us, Shay? Same locker rooms you've been in. So I'm surprised that you're taking this stance because you've seen it with your own eyes, much like Damian Woody has and how he laid it no, out no, to no, us. No, no, no. Hold on, let me finish. You, let me finish. No, you interrupted me first. He... I did not. Yes, you did. You, you, you have seen it with your own eyes and the frustration that I've had in players that are not... I haven't even delivered what they've seen. I haven't even not. said it, so nobody even knows what you're addressing. What I'm saying okay, is... that was rude. There's a, there's a class system. <laughs> that was rude. There's a class system in the locker room is what Damian Woody said. So let me get that part out and then you can jump on it and attack it. Good. What Damian Woody said is... There are guys in a locker room who are stars, and they are treated differently. Whether you or I like it or not, it's the reality in the league. Self-preservation. You have to preserve your mega talents. So if DeAndre Hopkins ain't practicing, he ain't going to practice because they need him out there to continue leading the league in receptions. It's not grab your hard hat, grab your lunch pail, and go to work like me and you are. That's fine, but that's not him. You want everybody to be that way. It's just not the reality. And that's how it is in every NFL locker room, like Damian Woody said. It doesn't sit right with us. Probably doesn't sit right with a guy like Damian Woody and how he approached the game. But that's a reality. There are guys like Hopkins out there. Now you're mugging me. I'm ready when you're done. I was just waiting for you to finish. You interrupted well, I think me awkward first. Awkward silence says that I'm done. Okay, well, you interrupted me first, and then I interrupted you, and you went ham. A little bit. Anyways, as I was saying, I I would want DeAndre Hopkins on my team. I'm not saying this is like a total example of his entire character. I just think the way he handled, like in, in when he's speaking, which you probably haven't seen and you just heard, he's like slumped down. Like this is an aggravating conversation, but it is a valid question. You're not out there practicing with the rest of the team. Yes, it's normal on Wednesdays for a vet to sit, but yet still it's continuously happening. And the charging of local media, though, I just don't like, and I don't like the third person either. It just sounds Do you like the numbers. You think Cardinals arrogant. fans like the numbers? Yeah, I just said I'd want him on my team. I just didn't care for the way this is presented. And if he does have a bad game, what are you going to say? Well, he hasn't been practicing. It's the first thing you're going to say. Well, he's kind of a pain. He doesn't really practice, and he doesn't like to talk to the media. I mean, that's going to be the first thing you go to. Why give anyone that excuse? You're a good player. Why even do that? All right, speaking of things that might be deemed not good in the National Football League, Juju Smith-Schuster says he's going to stop dancing on teams logos miss schuster says he will stop doing his pregame dance routines that he was doing for tiktok for the betterment of myself and my teammates the steelers receiver explained that he was stopping because his teammates and his coaches were now being asked about his dance moves here's smith schuster i was dancing uh you know when we were undefeated i was you know i was dancing uh when we lost our three games um i'm not gonna change the person who i am i think you know, it's getting to the point where, you know, it's, you know, my teammates are being asked this question. Uh, my coach is being asked this question. And uh, it's I saw it more as, uh, you know, not no intention of disrespect. It's just more intentions of, 
you know, my fans, you know, I'm, I'm big on social media, uh, the positive and, you know, doing stuff like that, you get the positive and negative. So uh, for the betterment of, you know, myself and my teammates, uh, I'm going to stop, you know, dancing on the logos. Okay. Unlike the last response that we heard, I love this one. He couldn't have said anything better. Smith Schuster. He came out. He said, hey, I was just trying to have fun. It was loose. It was casual, which is what I said yesterday, and I figured it would be. And I thought everyone was taking it way too seriously that he's dancing on your precious logos. Who cares? It's in the football field. You run all over it during the game anyways. Anyways. Um, anyway, now he's like, it's now become a distraction, so I'll stop. He didn't add in there that they've lost three in a row, but nonetheless, so he's going to stop. This is exactly what you would want one of your stars on your football team to do. Now you're going to sit there in silence and stare at me. No, I'm just going to let you know that whatever I say from here on out, I'm good because Rob Lemley, one of the esteemed ESPN producers here on the College Hoops side, has offered me a place to stay for Christmas in case <laughs> this really goes awry. So now that I know with confidence I'll have a roof over my head with a pending oh, storm please. brewing here in Connecticut. Oh, I feel please. a lot better about my reaction. Uh, but I just so happen to agree with you on this. Look, I don't know if, if Juju was strong-armed into this decision. Mike Tomlin said he was going to speak with Juju. And so I don't know if that's Mike Tomlin laying a hammer down going, no, 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 this is done. Or if it was just a dialogue where Juju said, coach, you don't need to go any further. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's I don't want you answering these questions. I don't want my teammates answering these questions. This is a reality that we all know about sport, or, or maybe at least being a former athlete I know about sport, yeah. is when things are going great, you can get away with doing things like that. They're embraced. I mean, in our locker room, there were different phrases we'd use. There's certain types of music. There was goofiness that would go on. But we were we were winning. At that point, we were one of the top 10 teams in the country, got all the way up to top five. It's a slight flex. But to go a little bit <laughs> it further. That was a long time ago. That was a very long time <laughs> okay. ago. I didn't have very much to do with it. But we could get away with those things. But then when you start losing, you start nitpicking at the things that have nothing to do with performance, but have to do with optics, because it's all about optics. And this is all about optics. It has nothing to do with how they're playing. It has nothing to do with, with Von Bell uh, laying out Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> Did it probably feel extra? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's my favorite Christmas song. It's the best. Like Stevie Wonder sings it good. John Legend sings it good. It's a beat. Happy. My favorite. Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN. Shay and Jordan Cornette hanging out. Matching. We showed up to work today in matching Christmas pajamas. It's true. You feeling better? You were a little annoyed when we got here and we were wearing this. But it's loosened up a little on you now. You feel good, don't you? Yeah, it's been fighting the good fight not to rip in certain places. 
finally just gave up and has laid out on my body. Yeah, I mean, it's stuck now. <laughs> so you reminded me, yeah, I got this clown fit on. <laughs> it looks good on you. I'm not wearing this the whole day. You are. You have to wear it all day until tomorrow morning. It'll be melted <laughs> off of me by the time the sun comes it's up. It's going to stink so bad. Too. Oh my, we're going to light this thing on fire. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a load of laundry tonight, and then you can put it back on after a shower. Um, oh, I meant to bring the mistletoe today. I was going to try and do something that's probably never been done. Has anybody ever kissed another coworker on air? Well, probably no not. one's definitely doing that in 2020 either. Well, I, but I can actually, <laughs> so. I can actually do that though. I, I meant to bring the mistletoe. We don't have a mistletoe. And for those listening right now that have just yeah, come married. in, have no we idea who we are. We are married, yeah. so that would be completely legal. <laughs> Totally to normal, even in COVID times, it's it's okay. Uh, let, me, in cute. let me promise you, usually on days we do shows, I ain't catching a kiss afterwards. It's just, she <laughs> is so annoyed with the four hours we spent together. I missed the opportunity on that one. Can you use the mistletoe for New Year's Eve? No. I it's think a Christmas a, I think thing, I think it's a holiday right? thing. You kiss on New Year's James, Eve anyways. James is saying yes. Hello? I think, I think the mistletoe is just a, a blanket holiday thing. Yeah, I'm bringing From that thing for New Year's Eve. We're filling in for KJZ then, to too. Okay, yeah. fine. Mistletoe is coming for People you. Are gonna th- okay. Okay. Don't growl. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a way to... Come on. We're trying to lighten the mood we here. We are lighting in the mood. It's Christmas. All right. It is time now for Smart Picks for the Weekend. Here's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hey, it's time for the Smart Picks brought to you by Redbox. This week, appropriately enough, it's the Smart Picks for holiday movies. Seems kind of right. Here's one option. The Smart Pick is The War with Grandpa. It stars the legendary Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, Uma Thurman, and Jane Seymour. That's quite the cast. A disgruntled grandson displaced from his bedroom by the arrival of his grandfather launches a campaign of pranks intended to restore his room to him, a movie that will be sure to entertain the whole family. You can find that at the box on demand anytime you want. All right, fellas, you demand the best holiday movies. Key, Jay, what are your choices? Let's find out if they're available to watch on Redbox. Well, I would say Home Alone 1 and 2 in, in New York. I mean, that was one that I continue. That's one that I continue to watch. I have young kids, so I try to tell them from time to time, Zoom and Jay, that if I'm ever walking away to run to the store really quick and somebody wants to be a little intruder like a Joe Pesci, make sure that you do some of the same things to trick him. Make him run into a wall, hit him with an iron, something. Uh, but that's, you know, I can I can watch that over and over to this day. And obviously I saw it when it first came out. It always makes me laugh. I also feel like Macaulay Culkin is somebody that never really grows up. He will always be that little eight or nine year old trying to shave his beard. I'll, I'll go that. I'll go Elf. I'll go Polar Express just because I always read it to my the book to my daughter every single night around the holidays. She loves it about the little bell that you're ringing. Only the true believers in Santa Claus can actually hear it ring. And then I know Key doesn't believe me on this one, but I, I do like the classic Zubin. Miracle on 34th Street. I, it's something about just Christmas Eve, watching a couple of snippets from it, watching that movie. It's legendary movie. Legendary movie. It, it's a great movie. I just, you know, I, I, I get I it. It's a I good movie. I, know. I get it. Stop. You can watch either iteration on Redbox, the one from 1947, the classic, or the one 47 years later, the remake in 1994. I agree with Key totally on Home Alone. I remember my parents went to go take me to the movies to watch it. Was it not expected to be a big hit? Had a cool little theme. Macaulay Culkin ended up being one of the anchor movies of that genre of that time. Still remember my folks taking me to see it as a young kid. I'll go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I was probably too young for my parents to take me to see that one, but it is 
hilarious and it just stands the test of time a lot of times humor just doesn't work from decade to decade things change national lampoon's christmas vacation remains an instant classic at least in my a christmas opinion. story too zubin a christmas story too about the leg that's a lamp and uh, i don't know if you guys have seen it but classic another classic one i mean there's so many kid. there's so many great christmas movies in in funny ones and comedies and family dramas. i mean there's so i mean it's just so many you're right. And all of those that we mentioned are available to view anytime on demand at Redbox. Watch new movies and top entertainment. Plus, try free live TV on Redbox with over 80 channels of news, TV shows, viral videos, and more. So, Jay Will mentioned reading a book to his daughter. And I thought, what book was I read to or did I read when I was younger around the holidays? And it was always Twas the Night Before Christmas. And I think I could recite it. And I said to Jordan, Do you think you could recite this? He goes, Nope, I don't think so. Let's try. Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, don't do this. I just want to see if you know, like, the beginning. And all through the house, not a creature was snoring, not even a No, stirring. <laughs> Not a creature is snoring, isn't it? Not a creature was stirring. No, it's not. Snoring. Why would it? Why would not even I, a mouse? I said I didn't know it. All right, <laughs> that would mean everyone was awake. He did say that. He did say he didn't he know it. So. Yeah, right. What do you want? Not a creature was stirring. Not even a, a mouse. What is a creature stirring? What a creature was stirring. Yeah, no one was awake. Yeah, no one was awake. I don't know the lines after that. Not, creature, not even the stockings were hung by the chimney. Right? Am I right? Is that right? With care. With care. Do you know the next one? I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. That's how I would say it. <laughs> That's my rhyme. That was good. <laughs> I got no idea. I wasn't there. Okay, That's fine. So here's what here's what's going to happen in the Cornette household today. We're going to stay in these uh, matching, comfortable, cute, reindeer, red, striped pajamas for the entire day. And we're going to have a nice dinner. And we're going to watch a Christmas movie tonight, hopefully, if our power doesn't go out because there's a storm coming to Connecticut. Um Light some candles. It'll be fun. Yeah, light some candles and you, you know wake what, up tomorrow. You know what the holiday is all about? And we, we are lucky enough to be here over Thanksgiving, and it's the same rings true here today. It's about family. It's mm-hmm. about your loved ones. Yep. It's about all the negative in 2020 being put in the rear view. And it's about celebrating what you have in front of you. And some of you, unfortunately, given COVID, may be alone right now and, and hold on to those moments of positivity. Uh, believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel with more good moments coming. I mean, Shay, let's think about our own life. I mean, we were... Two people struggling to get in this business like a lot of people are, and by no means have we made it yet. But we're sitting here as a married couple. We've got a bun in the oven. Uh, six months, you're pregnant. Uh, we've got a, you've, got a, you've got a beautiful stepson, my beautiful son, Carter. We've got family around us. We get to work with what's become family here and a team of a production group here and these guys who do a great job and, and Pat Allen and James. And we got a good thing going. We're very lucky. So I challenge everybody out there to do the same. Yeah. While you're listening to us, listening to us out there, think about the good that you got going on. Let's not think about all the bad because there's been a lot here in 2020, but think about the things that you're blessed with because it might be hard to find them, but they are there. We all are very, very blessed. You're always so good at putting things in perspective. I stink at it. (laughs) Like you're always so good at like tying a bow on things and remembering the good things in life. And I really could be better. That's why I like cards, because I can write it down. But you're better at voicing well, it. Well, it's true. I mean, look, this is fun. We're talking sports here. If you're listening, you love sports. And, and if you're listening to us, and you've actually kept it on the dial, thank you. But that means you enjoy <laughs> laughing and being lighthearted, too. That's what we're about. That's what we're going to be like when we're able to come back here for three more days next week. Yeah. We have a lot of fun doing this. And to all of you out there listening, we do wish you a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas. Uh, but just smile. Just take a break. Smile. Think about the good. 2021 is on the way. 
And we're going to get back to normalcy in this country, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So keep doing that. Celebrate the win, smile, and enjoy the holiday, everybody. I love it. Very well said. Very well said. And these people have become like my family, mostly because they take my side usually more than yours. So that's Sounds also- like my family. Yep. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> so, that also- she stole my, my real blood, so you might as well steal my ESPN <laughs> blood, too. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy holidays from the Cornette family. See everyone. Home, Thanks babe. for hanging out with us over the last couple of days. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.